Hey, it's uh, <laughs> hey. It, it's December fourteenth, hey, two thousand twenty-two. This is Pro Wrestling Scripted on the Still Alive Podzilla nineteen eighty-five network. Um, you thought, hey, Halloween's over at this point. <laughs> Halloween's over, but we're the zombies are st- they're still we're still a moving. The scary, the scariest thing in the wake of all of our Halloween content is how little content we've produced. Yeah. Since then. Uh, uh, hey, yeah. you know what? This is Shannon Young here with you. We're with Double H here tonight, and that's right. Let's let's address the elephant in the room at the beginning. Like, where have we been? <laughs> it's honestly, it is not a, here. It's a combination of different projects outside of this real life yep. uh mental <laughs> mental health issues there's a whole yep. bunch of things that go in there uh general lack of love or affection for people on the show um a, 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 a <laughs> that'll ne- do it <laughs> needing a break from everybody that i talk to daily yep. you know things like that it, there's a whole bunch of things that go <laughs> on to it but I, I resign myself that I'm going to continue to do the show because I like doing the show. It's just been it's been a crazy couple of weeks, but uh, we're hoping to get back there's on a normal a schedule. Of, yeah, there's been a lot of non-show things happening, and to be fair, there have been several times that we're like, "This is it. We're getting back on track." Last week, we said specifically this you know this coming week, starting on Tuesday, plays, and right. then Cody was like, "Well, <laughs> hang on." <laughs> so plays didn't happen this week, right? Um, and Lindsay but pretty much, much was happened. like, she was like, oh, okay, so, you know, we're just not doing another week. I'm like, no, 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 we're going to do a week. I'm, uh, I'm no, going to do one with Hunter yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Too much, too much wrestling has happened uh, since the last time we did this show. I looked, by the way, at it, and this, this was killing me. So we did upload a show in December so far on December 3rd. It was a show that took place in November. <laughs> we have not been on in two weeks. <laughs> oh. Uh, at least. Wow. Yeah. Well, yep. This you is know, the first actual show of December, and it is halfway through the month. So I know last week I was, I'm pretty sure I was sick. I'm actually not still not feeling great. Yep. Um, and then right. the week before that, Lindsay, Jesse, and Shelby had tickets to see uh, Beetle Guys. Beetlejuice. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, on uh, Beetle Guy. On on not Broadway. Beetle Drink. So we've been you know we've been a little bit busy. Uh, off, we're, off off Broadway. But we're back tonight. We're back. We're we're gonna do PWU, and there are a lot of things to talk about now. To start yes. off, um, as we do every every <laughs> every couple of months, uh, just say every show, every <laughs> every better. Wednesday show. Makes me feel better. We we like to start off with the power of negativity to balance out right. Ace and Dalton. Do they still do a show? I actually don't Probably. know. <laughs> they may also be underwater. Who knows? Because oh yeah, I'm, this is coming live from Noah's Ark tonight, <laughs> here in beautiful underwater <laughs> Cape Girardeau, um, Red October. <laughs> oh, that's so much better. Yeah, let's call my house that Red October. I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sean Connery. Um, a lot of shows are having these issues, man. I'm pretty sure there hasn't been. Yeah. I, I can't tell you the last episode of um, like Four Sides that I can I can remember. Although I'm just terrible at podcasts. Big Lee's World. Uh, I don't know about Ace and Dalton's nerdiest part of the ring. Maybe they I, still are. Even even just part of these shows, I've been teasing the Ghostbusters episode of the Inquest yeah. for two months now. Yes, well, <laughs> it you, was supposed to be out in October. <laughs> it is the Emelina. Of the uh, podcast it's network, coming. it's coming. It's the the uh, what's his name, Veer Veer Mahan. It's, it's coming every week. He's coming. It is. Uh, I, I will say this before we get started on wrestling. It is legitimately recorded. My audio is recorded. <laughs> All I have to do is edit it and put the backing track to it. Um, you know, it's forty nine minutes long, so you're fucking welcome. My my uh, <laughs> my biggest regret is that we we missed Thanksgiving completely and we didn't have Tom Turkey back. Oh yeah, the Goody spirit Tom of Turkey. Goody Tom Turkey, the spirit of Thanksgiving, and I know Tanner loves Not doing that. But, so we're gonna have to bring him back for Christmas. Maybe we'll do like uh, Goody Tom he was, Christ or something. He was busy. <laughs> well, hang on. Yeah, I gotta go change the name of the yeah. group chat. Also, Tanner was busy making turkeys of his own. So he, well, he is a he is a turkey. He, be he is a turkey. Apparently, I don't know. Oh what that means. man. Um. <laughs> hey, hey, real quick before we get the show going, I want to give a, a shout out to Kevin Huntsberger over there. Uh, on my one two three cents podcast, he celebrated yeah. his four hundred and twentieth episode recently, and oh, he, yeah. Well, yeah, like so fucking what we're on like three thousand, so <laughs> you know, true. Of course, it it's true. It's also quality over quantity, but hey, um, <laughs> Kevin had this campaign going 
where he was trying to get RVD on his show for the 420th episode, and it worked. Yeah. Kevin had RVD. No he did. He had RVD on his show wow. for his 420th show. So, Kevin, congratulations. Awesome. Everybody go check that out. My one, two, three cents. Kevin Huntsberger, our friend from Stride. It. It's it's yes. really cool. It's really cool. All right. That's so, ask kissing out of the way. The thing I hate most in wrestling this week and I didn't have a lot of time to think about this because I've been dealing with the flooding in my basement, as Hunter well knows. Correct. So my least favorite thing in wrestling this week is uh, flex tape. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. It's just it's just McBain swimming away. In the, <laughs> the flex tape it does nothing. Jesse, God bless his hearty soul. <laughs> he gave me a roll of flex tape last night. He was like, "This will do you right." I'm like, "Oh, sweet, thank you." So I go in there where there's this leak in my wall. I put the flex tape on. The flex tape just falls off, and I'm like, "Well, that's not how the commercial made it look." The commercial, the dude made a boat out of it. <laughs> he he just put it right on there. He just made an entire boat made of flex tape. See, I can't the- get one fucking hole to plug. The problem is Jesse didn't give you the proper instructions. You're supposed to put the flex tape over your own mouth and nose <laughs> and just allow it to Calgon take me away. It just float away, man. <laughs> like the Maniacs kids. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Just, Where'd they go? Just floated away. Just floated away. Yeah, so I don't have... We'll get to all the things I hate in wrestling when we tell the stories, but I genuinely hate uh, flex tape. I hate rain, and I kind of hate God. Yeah. All right. Hunter, what about you? I'm I'm gonna throw an actual wrestling one at you, and it's something that that is gonna go quick because it's definitely not the main story of the night by no. any stretch. Um, it's also not something that I think really needs a lot of attention. But if there's an angle I really hated from from wrestling this week, it was on Raw. Uh, as you may well know, at the end of the show, Bobby Lashley got into another altercation. So Bobby Lashley's character lately seems to be he's out of control. He's a, yeah. he's a maniac. He can't be stopped. Right. <laughs> He uh, loses his match to, to Seth Rollins. He gets into it with an official. Adam Pierce comes down, says, "You, I, I've warned you about this. You can't keep doing this. You're fired." And that's the end of the show. So that's like supposed to be a huge deal, right? They could have ended the show with Alexa and and uh, Bailey and and that number one contenders match. They started the show with that. They mm. end it with this. It's a huge deal. The rumor mill immediately spins of like, okay, are they going to move him to SmackDown? You know, I don't ever remember when Adam Pierce got control overall anyway, but apparently he can do that. So, like, who's in control on SmackDown? I don't know if there's a general manager there. What's going to happen? He's going to NXT. What's he going to do? Um, I already kind of hated that because, like, no, he's not. He's not fired. No. I already am seeing the the clickbait headlines. Bobby Lashley fired from WWE. No, he wasn't. No, he his character on screen was fired that's from a, a show. That's a storyline. That's a story. It's not real. Yeah. Uh, and then I almost hate as much that they immediately backtracked today. No, not today. Yesterday, I think it was <laughs> yesterday or today. One of the two. Like within two days, maximum forty eight hours. Adam Pierce on Twitter is like. Hey, I fucked up. Like he's he's not he's not fired. I'm sorry, man. I he's, Bobby Lashley's not really fired. Um, what? I didn't hear about yeah. this. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna go find the actual thing. But he very much is like, oh no, I didn't I didn't mean that. So like, the only thing I can figure is that the story now is Bobby Lashley is just gonna be like, oh, I don't want to work there now. You fired me. Like I don't I don't want to do that. Like. I don't understand where this is going. I'll wait for what the. What am I supposed to get out of this? I'll wait for the backstage interview that Tony Schiavone did with Adam Pierce two weeks ago <laughs> that he's showing tonight to explain why he fired Bobby Lashley. Um, well, you know, Meltzer says he did, or maybe he didn't. Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe he did do that. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he was on Raw. Maybe he wasn't. Sources are unclear. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Actually, while you're looking that up, retroactively, I would like to change my thing I hate to a wrestling thing. I hated the yeah. way they, they put Regal out of AEW. I'm glad he's gone because I'm glad he's back at WWE. Yeah. But but the whole Tony Schiavone... looks like an idiot. What's Tony Schiavone saying? Like, I did this interview with Regal two weeks ago before the bad things happened. He told me not to play it unless something bad happened. Let's watch that video. What? What? We, we go to that interview now. <laughs> William Regal, um, you st- stabbed uh, your people in the back, didn't you? Yep. Yes, sunshine. And that's it. That's I, all he says. Um, it was a week. It was weak. 
the Lashley, the Lashley thing. So, <laughs> according to uh, a video on Twitter, Pierce said he quote let his emotions get the best of him, and despite what I said last night, Bobby Lashley is not fired. Uh, he did say that what he did cross the line and will have repercussions, but uh, Pierce said in the heat of the moment, I allowed emotions to get the better of me, and frankly, I said some things I shouldn't have. He wants to meet with Lashley later this week to talk about what happened and how they can move forward and do business together. I think okay. like, here's an easy way to sum all of this up. It, it just it reeks of work shoot. Yeah, it reeks. Yeah. Well, okay. Of, of um, what's his face, bro? Vince uh, Russo. Russo. It yeah. reeks of Vince Russo. Like it's too much curtain backing. I don't like it. They're they're trying to do s- subtle different things with WWE. I get that. Like you know they'll have. In the sure. back, in the background, you don't notice a guy talking to another guy, and that that means something. Or you know, in, in, in Triple H's head, I'm sure you know. Assuming this wasn't a legit fuck up, where Pierce wasn't supposed to say that, and he had to backtrack. Um, right. Triple H is probably thinking, you know, everybody uses social media. We'll use social media to further the storyline. But like, I don't sure. use Twitter, and like, no, I'm, I'm I don't sure either. a lot of the kids watching the show don't use Twitter. So to use like social media to further yeah. this, this is something that should have happened on SmackDown or Raw. Yeah. Pierce should have brought Lashley out exactly. and said, I said things that were out of line, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I get a real company wouldn't wait that long to do it, but this isn't real. This is wrestling. No. So, and, and I'll like give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe that still happens. Maybe that happens in the, in commentary notes, you know, yeah, Adam Pierce a couple of days ago on Twitter said that he made a mistake that, and, and it's, it's uh, irrelevant, but <clears throat> even then, I don't know, man, I know I'm kind of maybe putting the cart before the horse here, but like, I don't like where this has gone so far. There's going to have to be some real redeeming quality here to, to make up. Cause this feels like every, like now he's a free agent. What's he going to do? He doesn't have a contract. Like we've already got Dexter Loomis fighting for a contract. I don't need too many other guys fighting for a contract that again, I know they already have. There's only well, so much I can suspend my disbelief. What I really hate is that someone in the office really fucked up that night. Cause when they were writing Bobby Lashley's pink slip, they accidentally put Mandy Rose on it. <laughs> oh, we going there? Oh. We gonna go straight there? No, into we'll it? we'll feed you, baby. But you know what? Let's go into it. Let's let's talk about it. So I think we should. I mean, that's the biggest story of the day. Legitimately, like even before we got in here, it was like this is the main thing we have to do. We have to do a show now. We've Man- got to do a show for this. Mandy Rose is one of my favorite female talents in WWE. One of my favorite talents in WWE. I think Close. she's got. Yeah, well. I think she's got a great look. She's got a she's got a great vibe. I mean, she's not she's not you know fucking Dean Malenko, but you know not many people are Dean Malenko. So she does what she does well, and she and you know she was champion for four hundred and thirteen days. I think it was just three days shy yes. of being the number two person, which is uh, Shayna Baszler, if I remember correctly. Um, she lost the title on NXT this NXT week to last night. Uh, Roxanne Perez. Roxanne Perez. So over the weekend, Roxanne Perez wins the Iron Survivor match at Deadline, which I did watch. Uh, Sarah and I watched, and honestly, it was a good little show. Uh, all things considered, it was a it was a fun little event. Um, but yeah, she won the number one contendership. Then NXT last night, she gets into it with Mandy early on. She says, "You know, screw this. I want my title shot tonight." Mandy says, "You're on." Um, the match is not great. It's not bad either, but it's one of those things that I didn't actually know until. Today I did not watch the show last night. I ended up catching on it once, uh, catching up on it once all this happened because I didn't even know Roxanne Perez had won the title. <clears throat> but the match is like nine minutes long. It's it's fine. It's a perfectly it's serviceable a, it's match. It's a match. It's a match, and it's very much one of those. Oh, she won the title. Like, oh, is this a big twist? We're gonna do a thing now with her winning. You know, oh, Raw or on uh, NXT, <laughs> and it's like, oh man, who knew that that was gonna happen? Where's this gonna? Is she gonna like hot shot it back to her in a week or well, so? What's going on? What I saw well, the first reactions because <laughs> I was on the Reddit last night after it all happened. Yeah, and the Reddit said, oh man, that toxic attraction is getting called up to the main roster pretty quick. Must be sure. You know, Royal Rumble's coming up. Like, yeah. like we're what six weeks away from that, so yeah. you know, may as well get them up there and get them prepped for it. Well, nope. that's that's not what happened. <laughs> no, so uh, she loses the title today. We find out Mandy Rose has been terminated from WWE, and the basics that we know here's what we know, quote unquote, again according to to the information that we've been given for the dirt sheets and all that. Um, Mandy was terminated because she has been posting content on a non 
WWE related site. I don't know what the site is. You know me well enough if you've been watching or listening to the show. Hunter, I can be the one to tell you. Hunter, I can help you uh, out with all this soon. <clears throat> yes, please. Um, it's 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 not OnlyFans. That's all I know. That's the only one right. I'm aware of, and it's not that apparently. I, right. I saw the name. I've forgotten the name since. Uh, but she she posts this content to another website. WWE said that's outside the terms of your contract. It is beyond what we agreed to. We're going to let you go. And so she's gone. Um, this kind of came out of nowhere, middle of the day. It was like one o'clock this afternoon. I'm like, so, I'm sorry, what happened now? So it came out of nowhere <laughs> for most wrestling fans. Now, to be fair, yeah. I, I will put, peel back the curtain a little bit and just say that I am a full-blooded American man. I, I appreciate beauty in all its forms. I'm very respectful of women uh, and all these good things. This not a controversial statement. I was made aware <laughs> of the of this Mandy Rose thing probably about a month ago. Someone sent it my way. And because they know I'm a big Mandy Rose fan, and they were like, "You're not going to believe the things she's posting," and I said, "What are you talking about?" And they sent it to me, and I could not believe the things she was posting. I mean, we're <laughs> we're we're talking very raunchy, like nudity. I mean, this I didn't believe it was her at first. I thought this is fake. This is the age of fake. This is you know sure. digital all yeah. of you know whatever. But Deep no fakes and, right. and, and but, editing but, and sure. But no, this was legit. She was not only selling uh, next to nudes and also some nudes, but she was also doing like dick ratings where you would send her a picture of your dick and she would rate it. Yeah, for money. So the reason I know about all that is because people have been leaking that content online. And uh, at one point, someone did say, hey, she said she took her original one down because WWE found out and they told her uh, not to do it. She's in trouble. So she right. sent out a message saying, hey, guys, don't leak these things online, which is fucking stupid. You put something and no offense to yeah. Mandy. You put something online like that and say, hey, guys, don't leak There's this to no everybody. Way. Anybody. Mandy, Especially not when you're already extremely famous. Right. And if you're extremely famous and you are selling like. Of you know, and you're selling you know <laughs> controversial pictures to people, and you don't think those people are then going to leak that to everybody else? That is naive as fuck, right there is what that is. And again, that's yeah. Some people have compared this to the whole, to the whole page thing, like oh, this got leaked and she got in trouble for it. It's not the same in the sense that page. It was a private thing that got leaked and was never meant to be seen. This is something that was behind a paywall. She was selling yeah. these to people who then leaked it. It's completely different. In my opinion, right. it's completely different. But well, it is, it's, it's very important to note that that from both perspectives, that this is not something that was stolen. This is not something that she never meant anyone to see or anything right. like that. She was she was profiting on it. It wasn't just that it wasn't meant to see. It was right. that it was absolutely meant to be seen for money. For money and not to be leaked online. And how she thought either, either she thought that people were going to be good on their word and not release it. Or she thought WWE would never find out about it, that she did it again. I don't know. Also. Pretty naive, but the point is, she took it down once. She started posting stuff again. Apparently, it got leaked again, and WWE fired her, um, which is unfortunate because you know, years ago, you remember WWE? How many people did they lose because they wouldn't let them stream on Twitch? You know, yeah, oh, they, AJ Styles was one who was very close to yeah. to going out that way. Page, um, Mr. Page earlier, <clears throat> Adam Page Cole was an issue for that. The New Day uh, yeah. had had some kind of back and forth there with the the whole um, up up down down issue yeah. before they were you know getting their own rights to it and all that. I mean, importantly, the flip side of this is that there is an awful lot of hypocrisy going on here in in many ways for for WWE. Um, I know a lot has already been made too about like, oh, if this was you know twenty years ago, she would be posing in Playboy for them, and she would be sure. doing you know beach calendar shoots and stuff all the for time for them. And, and you're not wrong. That was twenty years ago, though. That's not something they still do. Also, um, also, know, will they still make money off her appearance? Like clearly, they sexualize her. I guess she can't make money off her own sexuality. I mean, I get what you're saying, but also not entirely true. I mean, there are a lot of people who were doing versions of this and getting away with it just fine. Yeah, so um, you know the people that have said like, "Oh, if this was twenty years ago, they would have made money off of you know put her on Playboy." Yes, key word being they would have. If she would have had her own site where she was naked all the time and selling it, they probably would have had a problem with that too. Um, right. Someone on Reddit posted an entire thing about why this relates to her and how it relates to Matt Riddle that we'll talk about here in a second too, and it explained how or why Mandy got fired and he didn't. I I read it once, but I was in the middle of fighting my my water, so I don't know. It, I, maybe I need to go reread it again, but I didn't get. 
Yeah, I didn't get the, the whole grasp of it, but the general belief by the people on Reddit who, as you know, check and recheck the facts a thousand times. Correct, yes, of course. Is that WWE was completely justified in firing Mandy. And so my understanding of this has, has been since the beginning, and I think it's I think this is probably the most final point we can put on this. They are one hundred percent justified in doing so from a legal standpoint, from a contractual standpoint, from a business standpoint. Morally, I couldn't tell you. You know, I, I think that's all going to be up to an individual level. A lot of people are, are, are very much on the side of, well, you know, they just they, they want to you know make money strictly off of this part. You can't do that with your own body. But like if we authorize it or we're getting paid, then you can do it. And, and yeah, I don't think they're trying to hide that. I, I'm again, oh. I'm not saying it's right or wrong either, but that very much oh. seems to be the way that, that that works. So Mandy, she has an Instagram where she posts sexy pictures of herself all the time. No trouble. Uh, lots of female talent have posted sexy pictures of themselves. No trouble. Some, you know, like Selena Vega, had, I think she still has an OnlyFans where she does like cosplay and stuff like that. No trouble. I think the trouble comes from the fact that Mandy was posting raunchy material, f- topless, nudity, stuff that would not, the WWE of today would not sanction. And they told her right. to stop. She didn't stop. And they fired her for it. Like, unless something is different. It seems very clear cut to me. Now, with that said, I don't think they should have fired her either. Like, I, I'm sad about that. I, I don't want it to sound like I'm pro WWE in yeah. this. Um, I think she's a good talent, and I think it's ridiculous to fire her for, you know, for making money off of her own body. That that is well, it, it kind of that that whole. And this isn't. I'm not saying this is sex work. I don't know if this count, constitutes a sex work. I don't know. Uh, it's it's a gray area for me. But um, yeah. the stigma in America behind that is still as prevalent today as it ever has been. And, you know, you can do terrible things. You just can't be naked. That that's always been an American rule. I think if there's a, if there's a big hang up for me when it comes to, to that level of it, because like you said, from a legal standpoint, it seems to be that they're justified. And I did not know until we started talking about this, about the, the kind of first time warning, Hey, cut it out. So that to me, it completely, you know, further colors the conversation. She knew this was an issue. She knew they weren't happy about it. She did it again. What well, do you expect? You know, if you don't take the lesson the first time, what what, what do you expect in here? And that um, is according to her. I want. Oh, and that is all right. So that is that is secondhand as hell. I don't want it to make it sound like I talked to Mandy Rose. That is one of the people that was subscribed to her account that was paying for these yeah. pictures who got saying the message saying, "Yeah, got a message from Mandy Rose saying, hey, guys, stop leaking so it's this really shit.'" Like third, fourth hand right. down the line. It's possible that's not true. Um, but if it is, I mean, that very much does change the the, right. the whole course the, of that yeah. conversation. I, I do think. It is uh, it's 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 paramount to this conversation that, like we said, from from a legal standpoint, it is what it is. They're in the right to do it. I think probably the biggest hang up I still have is is like you were talking about before the level of I don't want to call it punishment, uh, even though it, it is, but the level of like repercussion that comes back. We ran into a lot of this back in the day um, when the wellness policy first came in. Right, mm-hmm. some guy screws up a little bit. Randy Orton does the thing. Okay, you're out for a little bit. Then he does another thing. Okay, well, we all heard if it was three strikes that, that you're out. That's what WWE was saying. That was what was on their website officially. And then Randy disappears for a while, and they're like, no, he's injured. <laughs> Don't look into it too closely. Meanwhile, Jeff Hardy smokes one pot, and <laughs> you're gone. You're well, done. So- RVD gets caught you know, in a car with it when he's with Sabu. champion. Yeah. He loses both belts, and, and they also, uh, I think they killed his dog. Like, there was a whole, <laughs> there was a whole you know, thing. I, I've, I've seen a lot. for thee and not for me. That's the, that's the thing. I've seen a lot of people talking about it, and they're comparing it to like other people that have done stupid things. Again, including Matt Riddle, that we'll talk about here in a second. Um, yeah, I I don't know, man. I I have a I I don't know with with Riddle especially. Uh, I I know a lot of people don't like Matt Riddle. They they don't like him as a person. Um, I know some of these people that are critical of him having his job after being popped twice for apparently what is cocaine or some kind of drug addiction are the same kind of people that would defend someone who has a drug addiction and say addiction is real and we need to help these people. So the hypocrisy there is, is also like on display. Um, I can do this real fast because I want to make sure we have the facts out there before we do this. What we know of that situation is basically just Riddle uh, has was written off TV as of Monday. He was attacked by the bloodline. He's out for six weeks with a quote-unquote injury. It's kayfabe. He failed a second drug test, like you said. He failed one back in the Vince era, now one uh, in, in the current one, possibly for cocaine. That's the rumor. Because they do not um, test for weed he, anymore is important to know. Right. Yeah. He's in rehab. 
uh, supposedly uh, like in treatment. And uh, it looks like he's, yeah, it's like a six week program they have to complete before they can come back, uh, which would for the record, something we'll talk about more later, probably put him back just in time for the Royal Rumble. So that's awfully convenient. But again, again, you know, uh, you know, the same people that say man addiction is real and, and, you know, God bless people for trying to get over their addictions would look at someone like Matt Riddle and go, Oh, fuck him. You know, fire his ass just because they don't like him. And I think that's unfair too. Right. Uh, the thing that always gets me is Jey Uso. You know, uh, I believe it's Jey Uso. Maybe it's Jamie. I'm pretty sure it's Jay. The, you know, whichever yeah. whichever Uso keeps getting in a car uh, when he's it's drunk Jimmy. and and takes very little uh, punishment for it. So I agree with it that. It is Jimmy. Because Jay was the one who was around when Roman first became like the... the oh, because Jimmy was gone. Tribal chief yeah. and all that. Yeah, and so Jay was on his own and there were, you know, he fought against him and then Jimmy showed up and yeah. Yeah, so it is, it is Jimmy. Yeah, you're right. I mean, this guy constantly is getting popped for drunk driving. He, like he can't even go to Canada. If I remember correctly, he yeah. literally cannot go to shows in Canada because he still has all this stuff on his record. And, um, and but this, again, because he's tied to this major act on the, on the right, main roster, he's right. one half of the longest reigning unified tag team. We, the ones, you know, champions, like, you kind of get away with a little bit more. You would think that Mandy would get some level of that too, even though it is well, just NXT longest reigning, you know, in a while NXT women's champion toxic attraction is a huge deal. That's the, uh, that's the one night they go. Nope. Yeah. That's, nope. that's the one that gets me is when Jay or when Jimmy Uso got arrested, I think for the last time, the last time he got arrested, WWE put out a statement that said what Jimmy Uso does in his free time is on, you know, is his own accord and all that stuff. I forget yeah. how they worded it. But basically saying yeah. what what Jimmy Uso does is not our responsibility. But with Mandy Rose, they, no one said what Mandy Rose does with her free time and her own body is, is her business. They didn't say that. They just fired right. her. But it's also important to note, Paige had all of her shit leaked. She didn't get fired. Tony Storm had shit leaked. She didn't get fired. People, you know, they've never fired anybody for having stuff leaked. So for Mandy Rose to be fired for this, I think there's more happening than we know about and we'll probably ever know. But it's all speculation at that point. I think you might be right. I also think it could just go back to what you were, what you said earlier. So you're still right, but in a different way, it could just be the money. You know, previously, those yeah. were two situations where that happens to those women. You fire them, get ready for the shit storm to rain down on you. <laughs> of a you lifetime. People yeah. Over, yeah, over over having horrible things happen to them. Their, you know, photos leaked, the thing never meant for anyone to see. Right. Versus you were making money on it. It was in your contract that you shouldn't do that. We told you to stop. We gave you basically a warning. You said, okay, I won't do it again while actively doing it again. Yeah. I mean, if that, if that is indeed what happened, then, yeah, this is a drastically different situation. It if, might just uh, be like, okay, well, if you're not going to listen to us, we're going to force you to listen to us. If, if you're WWE, and one of those things I saw in the contract that they signed that is apparently available online to look at is that you won't do anything to harm the reputation or embarrass the company or whatever, whatever, right? Right. So take, Which take, is, it's a dangerous contract in and of itself, man. Not that yeah. I'm any kind of contract lawyer or whatever, but that terminology is extremely vague. It is. It's going to be it very is. difficult to hold up on, in court. Yeah, because take, uh, you know, compare Riddle and Mandy Rose's situation where right. of, you know, things that would embarrass the company and who gets fired. Matt Riddle, if, if what they say is true, Matt Riddle has an addiction to drugs and they want him to go to rehab and get help. Mandy Rose is raiding people's dicks for money online. Which one of those is going to embarrass the company? The guy that has a drug addiction or the girl that's raiding people's genitals? Now, I'm again, like, I know it sounds like I'm fucking. I know it sounds funny, right. Right. It it sounds like I'm taking WWE's side and saying, oh, fuck Mandy Rose for what she did. No, I actually, I'm actually kind of glad for Mandy Rose because I have no doubt that she can make a ton of money working independence slash having her own, you know, being able to do whatever she wants to do. This yeah. is still one of those things, and especially now we're in an era where you don't really have a guy who, it's funny to say this about Triple H because it did not seem this way you know, 10, 20 years ago. You have a guy who doesn't really hold grudges in that way. Even Shawn Michaels, it feels very weird to say that about. Um, but it's, it was really Brett, I guess, who always held the, the grudge there, Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, not related. Point being, you have a regime in play now who very much is like, hey. I mean, they even said in, in the, the story, you know, WWE officials felt like their their hands were tied. They were in a tough position. They didn't really want to make this call, but they had to. So even there, it sounds like they're trying to soften the blow and saying, look, you got to play by the rules. We got to play by the rules. We signed these things on equal terms saying you do this, we'll do that. 
you're kind of forcing our hand here because if we it's it's like a supreme court decision if we don't take or if we do take like whatever stance we take on this position we're gonna have to uphold that precedent for every person that comes after you yeah uh so it's it's they made an example they made an example over and again like you said i'm not trying to take a specific side in this i think there is some some reasonable cause on both sides of things for why they did what they did um but i i don't there's an awful lot of like you know the pitchforks have been raised and i i think there's something to be said for okay maybe lower them just a minute so we can talk about the scenario well, Mandy Rose could come out of this being one of the hottest independent talents available. You know, they fired they fired her for being too hot. That's I mean, put that shit oh, on yeah. the t-shirt and and sell out put too everywhere. Hot for TV, right back on it again. I mean, right. that, that, that's an existing thing. You just run with it. I and mean, I, that's what's going to happen. I I honestly believe she'll be back in WWE before too long. I give it a year. Yep. She's back in WWE. Yep. Minimum. Um, what I mean, I, maximum. What yeah. I what I really hate is that you know most people would not have known this. Most people would not have known that she was doing this unless they fired her and now the story's out because people have dug into it. Um, sure. So this could have been a thing. Like no, they could have pulled her aside and just like you know I, I know if they did tell her once, hey, don't do this, and she did it again. I know it sounds like well, why take her a second time and say, hey, don't do this? But I mean, right. you you could have settled this a different way other than just outright firing her out of nowhere because then the speculation starts and here's what happens. You you it could, feels vindictive too. It feels I vindictive. Mean, it, yeah. It feels like hey, is, is you it? Know, is, and I, I don't We're gonna air your dirty laundry, literally, in some ways, because we tried I, to get you to listen and you wouldn't do it. So I'm not using this term as is what I'm calling her. I'm just using this term because I think it fits this in some way. I know where you're going with this. It, is it slut shaming? Is this slut shaming? Yeah. And I'm not saying Mandy Rose is a slut. I swear to God, I'm not because I don't think she is. I don't know who. I don't no, know her personally. That's just the that's just the terminology. I know what you mean. She she is a sexy, attractive woman who made money off of her looks online. Is is WWE being vindictive because you know whether it's because hey you made us look bad or B, yeah I said A and B. A it makes where's us look cut? bad or B right. Where's our cut? You're making you're making because someone shared a screenshot in the wrestling uh, reddits of how much she was charging. She was charging hundreds of dollars per picture per person. So I'm sure, you know, and it was, so she was making probably a good amount of money, which she should, because it's her body. WWE doesn't have a right to make money off of her body. But again, they can trademark a lot of stuff about you. That's not one of them. But you know, Mandy and everyone else, like if they won't let some of these guys go on Twitch and play video games, you know, for whatever, what makes you think they're going to let you sell Pictures like that online, and and was it? Here's another important question: Was it done as Mandy Rose? Was she presenting herself as Mandy Rose? Because if so, I mean, not I'm not even getting into a trademark discussion. Right. Obviously, that would be a whole different thing. But like, that's where they go. Okay, your contract says Mandy Rose, aka you, doesn't do these things. See how you're doing. Them. What I saw <laughs> in some of the stuff that was posted is that she went on there. It was Mandy Sachs. SACS. Okay. Um, because but to her, be fair, that's also the same as like probably all her socials, I'm guessing, right? Like all uh, her media accounts are probably the same deal. Potentially. I actually don't know much about her socials. I don't follow her, but uh, but I know, or, you know, her name is Amanda, I'm looking it up, Amanda Sue Sacamano? Sacamano? S-A-C-C-O-M-A-N-N-O? Like Italian, I think, isn't she? Yeah. Or like Jersey area, like I think she's the same as Liv Morgan, whose name escapes me. Uh, of uh, Gianna like Daddio. Daddio. Her yeah. last name's like Daddio. Yeah. yeah, which always cracks me up. Daddio. Hey, that's all I can think of. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. There, I think there's a lot that we don't know about, and we'll never know about. So the speculation is going to run rampant. I don't know if yeah. WWE did this vindictively or if they did this because their hands were tied. I don't know. But all, all I know well, is is that you you sh- in a perfect world, these guys and these girls could do whatever they want with their free time with with themselves right. because it is their right. But in in America, in this nation, and with work, if you do something that your job doesn't want you to do, you can be fired for it. That's there. There are a lot of states. I mean, we live in Missouri. You and I both live in Missouri. Missouri is one of those states where your company open door. Can, I mean, it's a state. Yeah, it's yeah. a state law. They can fire you for whatever reason, and then later on, as long as it doesn't violate like constitutional stuff, they can't fire you because of your age or your race or anything. Right. But beyond that, if they have any you know remotely reasonable reason to go, ah, they didn't. They weren't living up to expectations. That's it. You're gone. Yeah, you're you gone. No leg. 
Now, with, um, with that said, so, we're not going to stay on this forever. We've already talked about it for like 20, 25 minutes. Uh, with that said, I just do want to say that like I really do like Mandy Rose. I hope she's going to do well. I hope she comes back. I think she should be able to do whatever she wants and more power to her. It is it is her life. Yeah. And like if I was attractive, I would I would certainly <laughs> abuse my looks if I were attractive. <laughs> the one last thing I want to tack on to that is I have seen a lot of people say, you know, oh, man, that really sucks for, for uh, what's uh, JC and, and Gigi for the rest of Toxic Attraction. It doesn't. I wouldn't sweat that. They're an established act. Um, this, I don't think they're going to split them up. I think they will continue to be Toxic Attraction, the two of them. Yeah, this uh, actually this actually might, it might work out better for them because anytime yeah. you have Mandy Rose in the trio, the attention's on Mandy Rose. Now they have a chance yeah. to really break out of that shadow and be a toxic attraction because I, I love both I of them. I saw a suggestion. Yeah, yeah. I saw a suggestion that they they also might be going ahead and moving. You know, maybe the plan was at some point very soon to move them to the main roster that they might go ahead and move up and kind of you know search for a new leader type thing. And I forget now who it was that they were like, "Ooh, that person would be really good as like kind of filling in the the Mandy role." If they were going to go back to a trio, for the life of me, I cannot remember who it was. Liv Obviously, it wasn't like Bailey. No, it wasn't because <laughs> Liv's kind of tied up with Tegan Knox. Aaliyah? Oh, Sonya Deville. It was Sonya. It was Sonya Deville. They oh, were saying okay. put her with and kind of like the you know okay well you you they could even kind of allude to her like hey you you knew her better than anybody like yeah well, what do we do like can you yeah. kind of you know steer the ship for us Sony, and then Sony kind of take them in a different attract a uh, different way of like all right she taught you this let me teach you this other part of she it. taught you how to be sexy let me teach you how to fuck people up you know because right Ma- that, I mean that's kind of cool honestly like on a personal I, I note. I love Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose as a team. I actually followed, they had, I don't follow it anymore, but they had like an Instagram Donut page. Thing. Yeah, Demand, uh, was it Demandy's Donuts? Yeah, apparently they had like a pop-up shop for that for a while. They yeah. had their own like store. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool okay. as hell. So that makes me sad to see them split apart. But again, I don't think Mandy will be gone for long. Mostly, I just hate the attention Mandy Rose is going to get from this, including from us, because we just talked about it for 20 minutes. But we, we leave it at... It's the biggest thing, man. It's news. I mean, it's- yeah, but it's it's the people that are gonna get, get online and speculate and like post shit about her and like be be fucking oh, males, God. you know. Here's the one. I, here's the one I'm already sick of seeing. Oh, it, it's the Mac bit from It's Always Sunny. Oh, that's horrible. Where where would someone put those things <laughs> online? Like who would? Do, like come on, man. Really, really. Just you could shut up. You could have paid for it. Right. It was out there. <laughs> now you just want it for free. Any zeros you willing to spend? Anyway. One thing you can take away from this is that's that sometimes I uh, look at women online. <laughs> that that is indeed one of all the things you can take away from it. That is one of. Them. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of NXT, please I'm just tag this in there real fast. Uh, the New Day or the new NXT Tag Team Champions. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of a surprise. Pretty deadly dropped the the belts to them at NXT Deadline on Saturday. By the way, I have not seen Pretty Deadly wrestle until this week. Uh, we just happened to be home Saturday night, and I was like, ah, let's throw this on, you know, uh, let it run while we were playing our switches. Sarah was playing her little cozy witch game. I'm playing Pokemon, and this was happening in the background, and she legit, Kofi and, and Xavier showed up. She goes, what are they doing there? <laughs> I'm like, oh, they, they kind of do that now. You know, occasionally people will go back to NXT and do stuff. Dolph Ziggler was NXT champion for a while. Apollo Cruz is there. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and then had a great match in the main event. Um, but then they won, and she goes, I'm sorry, wait, what happened? <laughs> like, oh yeah they just won the tag team titles um so i think that's kind of cool honestly it's a good use of, of those guys again it's not gonna hurt pretty deadly a bit they're super over as a, as a team well and again if you're gonna lose to somebody losing to the one of the greatest day, tag teams of gonna, all time right it's not exactly gonna make you look like crap somewhat um, especially someone, when they probably win them back from them too it'll further even establish them so. well someone said this is a great opportunity to bring back tyler breeze who was you know the prince ooh, prince pretty ooh, and have him team oh, up with pretty man. deadly uh you know speaking yeah, speaking of that the idea of tyler breeze coming back something you didn't put i don't think you had in your list but i saw this earlier and i just wanted to ask you about it so there's speculation there's word out that triple h and wwe in general oh, it, yeah, I saw this. disappointed in some of the people they've rehired back if you had to pick right. one person that they've hired back that has done next to nothing who would you say it is uh, i cannot because it's three and it's hit row on smackdown they are near useless. Touche. I, the shame of it, man, is that with with Swerve, when they had Swerve as the leader, good stuff, right? I mean, they, they were henchmen, and they were a heel act on NXT, and Swerve was the leader. Swerve's off the table. Swerve's in, in AEW. So He's swerving in your do, glory. 
we just bring back the other three and don't put anyone with them. That was a terrible plan. You know who could have made that something worth <laughs> actually doing? First of all, don't put them on SmackDown. Put them back in the NXT because they're not ready for the main roster. Uh, secondly, Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes is sitting right there. He was the right NXT, there. The hottest, yes. Krychek was like right a, there. He's like Krychek. He was he's right like there. One of the hottest acts in NXT, he's got that same kind of gimmick, the ball and kind of MVP type, but like also you know, very streetwise type stuff. He would have been great for that. Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams leading the crew, especially as he like splits away uh, from Trick, and and they they didn't do it. They stuck a weird like low mid card comedy act as faces, no less, mm. on SmackDown to get their shit rocked by the Va- the Viking Raiders every week. I don't get it. I don't know. But that's 100% the only thing I think that has not worked in any capacity whatsoever since he brought it back. I just, I want to make sure with Triple H in charge now, we have to continue the tradition of making sure that we put all black people together in a group. They, they can only, they can only be in a group with other black people. Um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I mean, he, he learned it from feuding with the nation and then, of course, yeah. coming out in blackface. And Yeah. Oh, boy, I hope no one looks that up ever. <laughs> I hope someone got fired for that blunder. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, for me, it's Candice LeRae. Uh, I, and that's, that's not a shout at Candice LeRae. I think she's great. But they just, like, I, you talk about hot and cold booking since she came back. I would put her in the in the still kind of wait and see column. I don't know that she's done nothing. I do think she beat Bailey. Right, right. I do think it's weird that they kind of consistently keep her away from her husband because the two of them are such an established act. Like, it's not Becky and Seth. We understand why they don't always work together. They're two huge personalities. They only had that brief kind of crossover when they were feuding with Corbin and Lacey Evans of all the weird things. Um, But... Those two are so. I mean, they're kid. They have like little baby wrestling. You know, it's they Quill. got the whole thing. Yeah. Just, just put. Oh, I'm sorry. I hate that, that kid's name is Quill. His name's I Quill. Hate it so much. Hunter. I hate. It. I hates it. Um. Put put them back together, man. You don't have to call them the way. First of all, I always thought the way was a dumb tag team name. Uh, it just if, makes me think of that song. Yeah. If, if you're not gonna get the fastball song, don't call them that. But yeah, I mean, I, I could take a face version of that stable with Loomis as the heavy and and Johnny and yeah. and Candice as just kind of an intergender tag team and and it's hell, it's fine. Put Austin Theory back in there. What's he and bring? No, he's too big for it. And br- too big for well, it you know, he's too busy getting Mia Yim's Twitter deleted. Uh, but oh my god, how about I that? All about that. Oh, that's too. the thing I hate I, in wrestling. That's I, the thing I, I, I hate need in to clarify. Yeah, that's a good one. I need to clarify real quick. Uh, he didn't do that. No, the internet did that because they're terrible. All oh people. my god, so, I know exactly what you meant, but I don't want somebody coming in later. No, and going like what he do? No, no. So <laughs> like, Austin, like, Jesse, what I do? <laughs> Austin Theory took a picture with Mia Yim where she like jumped up and he like held her in the air and they took a picture together. Yeah, she like locked her ankles around. Right. Yeah, did the athletic thing. Right. Yeah. And the internet exploded. Were you cheating on Keith Lee and all that? And like, oh my god, yeah. oh my god. These are the same people I'm worried about with Mandy Rose. These are the same fucking, yes. you know, yeah. mouth breathers that I'm, I, I'm worried about. The first time I saw that theory and, and uh, Mia Yim story, the first comment was like, we as a species have proven that we are incapable of utilizing social media properly and we should unplug it all. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, yeah. you're not wrong. I know it sounds dramatic, but you're not wrong. We have we have generally proven that not everyone should be in charge of this shit. Um, nope. and, and and I am, should be. <laughs> I am thankful. It's just uh, the dude from the Baby of the Year sketch. Just shut it down. <laughs> this, this was dumb. This dumb. Shut it down. I am personally thankful for Elon Musk for potentially oh. ruining social media forever, and he'll destroy oh. it. It will, and not Easy there, Sam Jackson and, from and Django, and and not by <laughs> not on purpose just either. He's he's doing it on accident, but he's going to destroy social media, and then I'll be happy. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, we don't she, have time for the Chappelle bit. It's Mia, not the right show, but still. Oh, don't worry, baby bird. We got after dark tomorrow. We could <laughs> tomorrow night. We talk about all <laughs> kinds of things. Uh, all the things. So moving on. Uh, William Regal done with AEW yes. back in WWE at the beginning of the year as vice president, whatever that entails. Yeah, he. Uh, my understanding is he will not be on camera. I think he can't be on camera for a year. Like that's part of the arrangement. Um, leaving WWE or leaving AEW, like it's a no compete kind of thing. Um, I, I know that sounds silly to people, and we could split hairs about it all night. I'm just glad that the guy is getting to move around the way that he wants to in his in his late career. You don't hear a lot again of the kind of feel good stories, but basically, William Regal went to AEW. 
he uh, reportedly said very early on, this is not a good fit for me. This is not going to work the way I thought it was going to. Um, there was a lot of controversy actually about, you know, and again, this is all rumored, but that he was trying to help out along the young talent backstage and they were not taking advantage of it. They were not hearing it. They did not want to, uh, it's kind of the CM Punk argument. Punk was, was one of the guys who was saying definitively, like these guys do not want to learn from anybody who's been in the business. They know what they're doing. They have decided that this is the best way to do it. Um, so, again, reportedly that rubber regal the wrong way. He'd been harboring that for a while. Then Triple H gets in charge of WWE. Then, you know, he's wanting to bring back war games and do all the kind of Regal-esque stuff. And Regal just really wanted out. And Tony Khan said, I get it. It makes sense. One last guy I got to pay. He can, you know, pick up another cast off from WWE tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I'm trying so. to find I'm trying to find the quote from uh, Tony Khan when he was talking about Regal because his quote is so baffling. It's so baffling the the things that he said and the way he said it. Like it's you you can tell the guy is trying to be respectful but also being unable to not be petty. Um well, again, he's probably one of those guys who, not that he should have been going to Regal for wrestling advice, but William Regal, okay, imagine, I don't want to turn this this nice story about William Regal into a hit piece on anybody, but imagine for a second that you get a guy like William Regal on your roster, CCW, imagine that you get William Regal as a permanent member of your like staff slash roster. You want Regal doing literally anything he offers to do. Right. You hire him just as a staff member, but then you go, what do you want to do, man? You want to help teach people uh, to wrestle? Like, you want to help coach? Great, go do it. You want to run a promo class? Go do it. You want to help with the booking? You want to help with the front office? Come on, let's do it. Right. What do you, you, you want to write storylines? Do it. William Regal is the hand to end all hands when it comes to professional wrestling right now in a lot of ways. I'm not going to say he is the only guy out there, but he is among the upper echelon of people who, if you can pick them up, they can do practically anything. And again, they're willing to do it. They want yeah. to do this stuff. And then he goes to a company like AEW that goes, we're the rebels. We're the outcasts. We're the, the plucky underdogs coming up against WWE. Now we've got they, what they should have said was now we've got one of the best hands in the business who will do anything we want. And he did. And they went, well, I mean, we know what we're doing. We don't really. Thanks a lot, old timer. I mean, again, reportedly, this right. is the way that it was. Their locker room was not very receptive to his advice. How the fuck are you going to look William Regal? <laughs> I don't know if they looked him in the eye, but how are you going to metaphorically look him in the eye and go, ah, I'm good. I got it. Thanks, though. If that's what happened, because if literally happened. everything is speculation all the time and everything's terrible and sure. I hate it. Sure. You know, uh, but, but I again, it, it, it's just it's a warranted question. I think that that William Regal goes to AEW for one year, right. one year. And in that time frame, I mean, yes, there is a big change from where he came from of, of Vince McMahon leaving and, yeah. and Triple H getting in control. And, of course, he worked with Triple H for so long, he has all that reverence for him. Meanwhile, uh, you know, Vince's storyline for William Regal was that Jericho pissed in his tea. Uh, so there was there was that. <laughs> well, okay, okay. Hey, to be fair, to be fair, WWE did, they did do a lot for Regal, even under Vince's. You know, he was they king of the ring. Yes. He was the commissioner. Yes. Um, I joke, but... Regal. Do you remember the episode? Okay, quickly. Do you remember the episode of Raw when William Regal was? I think he was both King of the Ring and he was like the commissioner or yeah. GM or whatever yeah. at the time, and he just turned the lights off. Yeah, it's one of my favorite weird things that ever happened in wrestling. Well, I'm not going to say it was great, but it was it was just bizarre. Regal was pissed off about the way the show was going. He comes out at the end of the show and he goes, "Just shut it down." And they turn the lights off and Raw ends yeah. with the crowd in darkness. I mean, it's definitely one of those things you go, I don't know if I like it or not, but it's definitely never been done. I've definitely never seen it. Watching William Regal win the King of the Ring and, you know, walk up there and sit in the throne, like to see where he is versus yes. where he was. So in WCW, he was a respected wrestler. He Lord was Stephen Lord Stephen Regal, along with, uh, was, it, uh, was it Lord Bobby Eaton at one point? Something like that, yeah. I believe. Um, perhaps for chance and he got in a lot of trouble because he stretched Goldberg he was supposed yep. to have a, a, a job match with Goldberg and he stretched it out to like 20 minutes really exposed Goldberg oh, yeah. as not being ready for what he was doing it was, I'm sorry we must correct the, the title it was Lord Stephen Regal and Earl Robert <laughs> Eaton and while we're at it don't forget I can't believe you could possibly forget about Squire David Taylor Squire Dave Taylor um, yeah yeah 
they were I, the blue bloods. I love which that. Must be like why he likes Triple H so much. Yes. Imagine that same crew, but then along with uh, you know Hunter Hearst Helmsley Esquire or yes. some shit. Like that's I, phenomenal, dude. Watching WCW when I was growing up, like that was one of my favorite acts was Regal and and yes. you know his Esquire uh, Dave Taylor and Earl Robert Absolutely. Eaton. I didn't even know who Earl Bobby Eaton. I didn't know who Bobby Eaton was. That was my introduction to him. Um, Regal had that insane match against Fit Finley at uh, yeah. I forget which pay per view it was, but you know England versus Ireland. It was just it was crazy, uh, and no one knew how tough and how good Regal was because they presented him as this pompous ass on w- WCW. Yeah. So then he goes to WWE. He's the man's man, William Regal. Oh my um, god! What a phenomenal! You talking about theme songs, by the way? We never yeah. talk about. He's, he's a, a man. man. Such a man. Well, mind you, on the video, William Regal is chopping wood. He squeezes his own oranges. He wipes the sweat from his brow. I think my favorite part about that was other than putting him in like a flannel shirt and a hard hat, (laughs) nothing changes. So he still kind of presents as this kind of like foppish blue blood, like nose in the air. He couldn't get it out of his system. I'll never, I'll never forget one of the all-time great stupid gimmicks. Along with Kerwin White, we need to do that show one of these days. Our favorite oh, stupid man. gimmicks. Dalton, you want on this? That should have been the Halloween show. Send that me a message. Been, you know, basically Halloween costumes for wrestlers. Like, who yeah. were they that did not work? Uh, it also led to one of the worst moments I could ever oh. remember watching wrestling. Something that you're like, well, that wouldn't hold up today. It doesn't. Is when Regal was fighting the Godfather. And the Godfather yeah. offered him like we ain't got to wrestle because his gimmick was he would offer his hose if they threw the match. So yes, he, of course, he, which by itself uh, is terrible. Uh, he offered right? he offered the services of women to William Regal to throw the yeah. match, and Regal accepts. And I'll never forget. I'm not going to say what he said, but Godfather looks at Regal and says, "You know, I'm surprised you took it because I thought all of you English were homophobic slur." Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yep. I remember wow. this. Yeah. Burned into my memory. Anyway, hey, yeah. good on you, William Regal. Welcome back to WWE, where you belong. What we got? Anything else before we talk about Vince? Uh, we have no. That's it. That's the that was going to be the stinger, and I think we've gone long enough without mentioning it. Anyway, this was going to be the little tag at the end. Um, so I, I'm going to read verbatim for a second here because I think you need to hear this the way that it was presented to me yeah. initially. Yeah. A report today suggested Vince McMahon plans on trying to return to WWE. Um, a secondary report says several within the company are hopeful it doesn't happen. <laughs> Gee, I can't imagine who. One of them probably just got fired today, uh, <laughs> which is not great. Um, so basically, Fightful, which is, as I recall, Sean Ross Sapp is yeah. the last like group that was corroborating this, um, said that basically there's about a dozen people in the company, uh, from staff to talent to other employees, and uh, no shit, and who have basically thrown out, yeah, a unanimous reaction that they don't want him back. That the news that he could come back is, and I love this phrase, quote, exhausting. Yeah. Um, they have a whoever was supposedly has a positive relationship with him, but didn't want him back. The whole reason, for the record, any of this has come up is because Vice has started airing that documentary about mm-hmm. Vince, as yeah. you may recall. As I recall, it was just yesterday. I think they aired the first right. uh, episode of it, the, the like Nine Lives of Vince McMahon or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I, th- this is probably one of my favorite quotes, actually, th- the, the full-blown, like, more than just a word to come from it. Uh, whoever this was, you know, on condition of anonymity, said, uh, quote, it would be a really selfish move for Vince to come back under any circumstances. But, of course, the reason he left and how business has been done since then would be really selfish. But, you know, selfish activities are what led to him leaving in the first place. <laughs> Yeah. yeah and that's about the nicest way you could put it and mind you remember vince mcmahon was accused i didn't even know this was accused of rape by uh an employee um mm-hmm. which is still apparently going on and was also yeah. found that he had several uh inappropriate relationships which he paid money out of uh, in ndas he, he was allowed to leave the company on his own terms mandy rose was fired for showing her nipples fired Immediately, Immediately, no question about it. Instantly, there. You want to get gone. pissed about something? Get See, pissed yeah. about that. Yeah. There you go. That's a, that's a that's a actually much I think a better comparison than any of the riddle drug stuff versus this. Because I mean, as Asa pointed out, and I know it wasn't really the point for what we were talking about, but like 
doing cocaine is illegal. <laughs> like, yes, doing what Randy Rose did is not technically illegal. Um, but, but as the, as the, I the, pointed man, out, as I pointed out, I just want to state that like if if William Regal was doing cocaine like on t- wait you know, who? What did I say? William Regal. Oh shit, my bad. Matt if Matt Riddle, if William Regal was doing cocaine, <laughs> we have a whole news story to talk about. And the show's going to be much longer. If Matt Riddle was doing drugs and like hard drugs and selling it, he would probably been fired too. And what I meant by that was it's not so much the act that you know gets fired; it's just the embarrassment. Uh, Matt Riddle does does Matt Riddle does drugs. He's a drug addict. Let's get him help. Matt Riddle sells drugs, or Matt Riddle makes money off his drug use. That's a whole different thing. Um, yeah. It's it's, it's uh, still it's, it's not the same thing. thing. Yeah, it's, it's the morality, the morality thing, which is a bullshit thing anyway. I yeah. fuck I hate the fucking morality you know, you thing. Know that? You know who does not have the morality clause? The, the 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 president, the president of the United States. In their contract, there is no morality clause. I mean, you didn't have to tell me that. I knew that back with uh, with Clinton. Right. But think about <laughs> it. I mean, that that's the thing. Actually, that's crazy though. That talks about that, like the highest fucking job in the land, supposedly, and no morality clause. But you work for a professional wrestling organization, you better not do something that we don't agree or, with. Or a convenience store, uh, dispensary. There's all kinds right. of things that you could do right. something that could hurt the image, and you'll be fired immediately. I mean, but not the president you know, of the, the United States. At the, at the education library where I work, yeah. it's the same thing. Right, and it all depends on where you are. Like, yeah, yeah I'll talk about that off the show. I don't. That's want to say rough. About that. That's rough. I'm but gonna the, say it later. But, but anyway, but the point yeah, is, so. uh, if I wasn't so lazy, this is the part where we would talk about Vince McMahon coming back, and I would play the Michael Scott part where he goes, "No, God, no." But I <laughs> no, please, God, no. <laughs> but I'm too lazy. I'm not gonna do that. You'll be lucky if you even get an intro song because it's on a hard drive that's upstairs. And when I do the show, I'm like, I don't feel like put, I don't feel like going up. Just there. rip the Office theme song. <laughs> just because of this one bit, just make that the intro to the show. But, um, but my point is, is like I, I desperately do not want to see Vince McMahon come back to WWE. There's there is no upside to it. There is not a single you know what really upside. Makes me sad is I was about to say, let's get real. He's probably not coming back. But six months ago, I was going, let's get real. Vince and going. I mean, literally, we were talking two days before the show. We were like, ah, the only way Vince ever leaves is if he dead. dies. Yeah. In and then he's bag. gone a week later, not because he was dead. So, I mean, who who knows at this point? I would like to think, and this is one of the things that the reports pointed out, that like the upswing in morale, like the crazy upswing in morale, um, the buzz the upswing in financials and all that, the buzz, all of that is very yeah. good under Triple H. That at the very least, his business mindset would tell him, maybe I shouldn't do that. Like he might start trying to run things behind the scenes again, but at the very least, he wouldn't go. I should, I should go back and and take over because clearly things are bad. Um, I did see a couple of people suggest, you know, well, Triple H is good for like the wrestling business, but he's going to start losing the kid audience soon because he doesn't really book for children. He books for fans of pro wrestling. And I'm like, oh, what a shame. <laughs> he books the professional wrestling company around professional wrestling. The hell you say. And I, I, I don't see they're going to lose like kid fans that no, way. I think because- they were too juvenile. For a long time. How in like, touch is Vince McMahon with the kids of today? I guarantee exactly. you. I guess Vince McMahon who came up with a pay-per-view named Great Balls of Fire. Vince McMahon who canceled really? who canceled the Pirate Paul Burchill gimmick because he had never seen Pirates of the Caribbean. He he, he canceled he the, the Blonde Bitch Project because he didn't know what the Blair Witch Project was. Vince nope. McMahon. I guarantee you Vince McMahon is not the guy that called up Bad Bunny and said, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't Vince. Get him on the phone. Someone told Vince they wanted to get Bad Bunny, and Vince McMahon had another. Yeah, he, was like, he had a no, stroke. No, Hef went out of business like two years ago. He's yeah. gone. Are you talking about Bugs Bunny? Damn it! No, I don't know. <laughs> Vince is just angry about everything. So yeah, fuck no. Stay away. Fuck Vince. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, fuck WWE. Praise Mandy Rose. Goddamn. <laughs> fuck All right. Fitty. Fuck. Wait. wait what? I, what, <laughs> what do you do? do? All right. That's what it. I do? We're cutting it off there. Uh, Please. We'll be back tomorrow. Let us know. You're not going to, but let us know what you think. What do you think about the Mandy Rose thing, especially? I really want to know what you guys think because this is a very controversial topic. This is this is going to be like debated for. Tell us. We'll come back next week and talk about it. We promise. We absolutely will. That's how how you get us back. You got to tell us what you think about this. Unless it's Dalton, in which case, (laughs) I will not come back because of Dalton. Your show tell you about it yeah we'll just show up dalton you did this uh, anyway right dalton sent me a picture of the the newest ninja turtle monster crossover it's uh splinter and, and abraham van helsing which i had seen at walmart 
and he oh, said, shit. "Yeah," and he That's said, cool. "He's got all of them." Um, I'm not a big fan of the series because they made Leonardo the hunchback. Yeah, but Leo was a hunchback, and I don't like that. But he's oh. here's the last two. The last two is Donatello, or is it Michelangelo? Michelangelo, I believe. It's either Mike or Donatello. They're the Invisible Man, right? Whatever. Uh-huh. That's kind of neat. But Casey Jones is the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, shit. And I'm definitely buying that one, so. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah I, I can I can understand and appreciate why yeah. you would want to do this. A huge yes. Phantom of the Opera fan. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. And Casey Jones fan. And Casey Jones. They're both good. you, you got to know a crumpet before you can play cricket. Well, you know, other than uh, Stephen Amell's version of Casey Jones, I, I like Stephen Amell, don't get me wrong, but I grew up with yeah. Elias Codius as Casey Jones. He will always be Casey Jones for me. Um, Stephen Amell, he had the shaved head, and it just didn't work for it. It didn't work for me, brother. Anyway, yeah. we'll see you tomorrow for an all new <laughs> After Dark where uh, we will be back, and Lindsay will have a new subject for us to talk about. Maybe? We'll Perhaps. See. Perchance. We haven't done a list since the, dig this, since the commercials list at the beginning of November. Yep. That was the last time we did a top five. Hey, it's Ghostbusters 2. We're back. We'll see you guys tomorrow <laughs> night. Hunter, take us out. Five Finger Death Punches, music for divorced Mandy Roses. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Bye.